0: This is what's happening to us when we put this pressure on ourselves to maintain this perfectionist mindset. The idea that your health journey means waking up at 5 a.m., working out before work, eating meal-prepped containers all week long, eating nothing but chicken and broccoli and oatmeal. Like, that is not real life most of the time. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and the creator of the Anti-Diet Lifestyle Program. This podcast is all about helping you move away from self-sabotage, food restriction, and emotional eating, and challenge you to expand your mindset on what it means to live a healthy and happy life through the acts of self-love, healthy habits, and evidence-based fitness and nutrition advice. Now in addition to the motivation and education you're going to receive from this podcast, I'll be honest, you may be triggered from time to time. But these triggers are intended to help you self-reflect on who you really are, what you desire most, and what is holding you back from becoming everything that you want in life. Welcome to the Anti-Diet Lifestyle, where changing your body starts with changing your mind. So let's start today. Hey, and welcome to the Anti-Diet Lifestyle Podcast. This is episode number three, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, I wanted to include this episode pretty, pretty early on in our journey together because this is one of the biggest reasons I've seen people try to find a coach. Um, it's this idea of overcoming diet overwhelm. And what I mean by that is if you've ever said to yourself that you you want to get healthy, but you just feel like there's so many things to do and it's a little overwhelming and intimidating at first. Like if you decide that being healthy means that you're going to have to start waking up early, having this solid morning routine and have like a 10-step process before you even get to work that morning. um, And then you get kind of down on yourself because you can't achieve that. Like it's just not manageable, especially when it's new to you. And it's a, it's a completely different routine than you're used to doing. And so I'm a big believer in baby steps. And if you are one of my anxiety prone babes, you'll also feel this too, because I tend to be the type of person that when I don't know something, and before I do something, I want to be perfect at it. And um, after reading some of Brené Brown's book on gifts of imperfection, I've realized that A perfectionist mindset really comes down to this fear of being vulnerable and this fear that we have of messing things up because of what other people are going to say or think or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I highly encourage you that if you are someone who has this all or nothing mindset of like, you know, like five days in a row, you have to be perfect and eat the right way and do all the things so that you can earn your right to eat out or go out or whatever it is that is going to cause you to have some negative relationships with food and your body and just your all around health journey. So I want you to acknowledge that and go into this episode today with a different perspective because the more that we focus on all the things we're not doing, the less effective we're going to be at the end of the day. The more overwhelmed we are with how things need to look, how it should look, that's when we kind of fall under, like we fall victim to this idea. If you're someone who is all about productivity, if you're self-employed, a business owner, you probably are really into these different topics I'm going to share today. But if you're someone who is in the corporate world, you can also carry this strategy over into your health and fitness journey, which I don't think people really associate the productivity thing with your nutrition although it should be Um, there's different techniques that you can do i'm a planner i'm really big on having paper planners i went through a phase of being all invested in happy planners i did Erin condren i also moved over to doing asana and i did um notion right now i'm on a really big notion kick so if anybody has any good templates out there let me know but I think it's important that when we start with anything in our journey, that we are only taking on what we can manage, right? Um, If you've ever heard of the idea of boil the frog, this is the idea that if you were to put a frog in cold water and start boiling and raising the temperature on the stove, slowly by slowly, it's not going to react as quickly as if you threw it in when it was boiling hot, the frog is just gonna immediately jump out. The problem is is that when you sit in that boiled container, not realizing little by little that temperature starts to creep up on you, and then it dies, which is a very dramatic and very sad way to think about it, but this is what's happening to us when we put this pressure on ourselves to maintain this perfectionist mindset. The idea that your health journey means waking up at 5 a.m., working out before work, eating meal prepped containers all week long, eating nothing but chicken and broccoli and oatmeal, like that is not real life most of the time. And yes, you may be on social media and you may be seeing some people that look like they're they have everything together, they're completely perfect and they are they basically have no faults, they're kind of robotic in the sense of how they do their structured routine. Um, but if that's not you, yes, you can use that as motivation, but I do not want you to harp too much on that and try to become that person, which is what so many people try to do. They try to become that, and then when they don't it's like all or nothing. I'm either gonna be the 5 a.m. wake up workouter or I'm not, and then I'm just gonna eat takeout and just not do any type of activity for myself. Cause it almost comes down to like a sense of worthiness. Like, you don't feel like you are, like you love yourself enough to treat your body as good as you can. And one of the big things that I have learned over the last year is that everyone will do the best that they can with the information that they have available to them. So that does not mean that you have to go out and seek all the information. You know stuff. You know something about being healthy. Whether that is a preconceived notion from social media or from you know a trainer you've had in the past or just your own experience with your own health and fitness journey in the past, you know some things that you should be doing every single day that are gonna move the needle for you in the right direction. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to become that person that's the 5 a.m. workouter and doing all of these intense things if you've never done that before. But I know you have something in you. I know you know some little basic things that you can do. And one of the big things that I've noticed with clients is when they first come to me, And we're usually in the first month of training together. And uh, in the coaching process, they start asking me like, so how many meals should I have a week or uh, per day? How many times should I be eating? And um, when should I stop eating? Do I need to eat breakfast? I really hate eating breakfast. I don't have time in the morning to eat breakfast. And they have like these like excuses for, like to give me these reasons why they haven't been doing it the right way. And I just tell them it's fine. I don't care how many meals you're eating in a day, as long as you're being balanced and consistent and you're not waiting until the moment that you're starving to death and then binging on stuff, right? That's fine. If you don't eat breakfast, you don't have to start eating breakfast. And I think that that catches some people off guard a little bit when they're like, wait, you mean to tell me that like, I don't have to give up carbs Or wait, so I don't need to eat my breakfast, I can just start eating at lunch and be fine and eat at like 10 p.m. before bed, like that's totally fine, like, yeah, yeah. If it's natural for you, I wouldn't worry about the things that seem natural. What I would worry about is trying to figure out some little baby steps that you can take to move the needle in the right direction and just make sure that the foods that you're eating at the times you're eating it are a little bit better, right? So instead of taking this idea from you're eating two really, really big unhealthy meals a day to now I'm gonna redo my entire lifestyle and start eating every three hours and having to have all this food prepped for you, do you see how that just gives you a lot more that you have to do on a daily basis? And that's where the overwhelm comes from. If you're like a to-do list person and you brain dump everything that's in your brain onto paper and you notice like, if you specifically were to talk about your health and fitness and you, you're you like, wow, there's just like a million things I should be doing every day in order to be healthy. Yeah, you're probably not going to do that, right? That's not realistic. We don't have that much time. And plus you've got a life, like you've got other things to worry about. So this little strategy, this one simple technique every morning when you wake up, if you think this, it's going to help you completely um change the way that you're going to go about your day and the things that you're going to put work into and focus on. And it gives you a little sense of like this is my focus for the day, right? You can be proud of yourself. You can go to bed and be like, "Yeah, I did something productive today. That's all I needed to do." Right? You don't need to do a million things. So to give you some examples that people sometimes think when they are going on their health journey, there's I'm going to give you like a bunch right now, but they think that they need to start meal prepping like every day or meal prepping Sunday to eat every day, right? They start thinking about protein. They have to increase their protein. They probably have to cut their carbs and cut some bread out. They're going to have to work out every single day or at least three to four times a week, right? You're going to have to, um, you know, start walking every single day too on top of that and tracking your food and taking your vitamins and drinking your water and what else am I missing? Oh, fiber is important, right? I gotta start weighing myself every day. I gotta start taking progress photos. (laughs) Like your brain is going to explode from all these things that are in your head of like what you need to do. And we all fall victim to that. So I want you to relax, take a deep breath, and focus on one thing. What is the one thing that will truly move the needle for you in the next week every single day if you were to do one thing and one thing only what would have the greatest most impactful most positive impactful moment of your life right um i think that when we try to narrow it down we get tunnel vision which is good in this type of sense right because overwhelm is Just the fact that you've got so many things that you should do that you almost stop doing anything, right? Analysis paralysis is very, very real. And you don't want to deal with that. You don't want this idea of like, I have to work out and I haven't, I've never really worked out. And now you're telling me I got to do a 60 minute workout on top of having to, you know, get in my car, commute to the gym, come back. I have to deal with the busy gym. I have to deal with like, now my dinner is running late. I have kids that I got to feed and put to bed. There's a lot of things that happen because you decided that you needed to do a 60 minute workout. And that was your biggest priority. Fitness is important, 100%, and I do recommend getting 30 minutes, get your heart pumping, right? Especially as a beginner, the most important thing is just that you're working that heart and you're, like, feeling a little better about yourself because movement does create action. Anytime that we have more movement in our life, like walking more, um, you know, cleaning up more, like anytime we're actually doing something productive with our body, it really does create some energy in us, and that energy is going... gonna spill over into all the other areas of our life. But I don't necessarily think that if you're going from zero to 60 in like a week, that that's effective or productive. So MITs, um, this stands for most important tasks. And this is a concept I did not come up with. This is a very popular productivity system. And the idea is, is that you do one productive thing. What is the most important task that you can do every single day in order to move the needle in your health journey. So if your goal is to lose weight, what is the most important task that you need to do every day in order to start seeing some progress with the scale? If it's at work and I need to get you know, a promotion, what is the one most important task that I need to do every single day in order to get me closer to that goal? That usually probably means completing some big project right and what is the most important task that i need to do in this project that's going to contribute to the my future success you always want to think about it like that right so it's like let's say that you have a very very messy house like literally like hoarder style you've got things everywhere every corner has like stacks and stacks of stuff and you get overwhelmed you walk into that room and you're like oh my god i don't even know where to begin this house is so messy Like, where do I even start? What is the most important thing? What's the biggest thing that you can do to start just seeing a little progress in that room? It doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're going to go out and you're going to start like wiping down the glass. Probably that's kind of small, but what's really overwhelming you is the amount of stuff, the volume of everything. So you're probably going to go into that room and start clearing out some of the boxes Clearing out some of the big stuff, right? The quicker that you can get rid of the big stuff in the room, the more ease you're going to have and more breath, right? You're going to be able to sit in that room a little bit more, even though it's dirty, it's messy. It's going to look cleaner. It's going to, you're going to have more space to move around. And that's how you want to think about everything in life. You want to take care of the big things that are causing you to not act because then you've got a lot of like you've got a little wiggle room to move around, to breathe. And so in all that stuff that I just said of like the list of a hundred things that you need to do every day to be healthy, the 5 a.m. may be helpful because it contributes to you feeling productive. It may also be really great for you to get to the gym. But you can get to the gym five days in a row at 5 a.m. and still not see a change in your um, in your body or in your, maybe your energy. You'll feel a little bit more energetic, but that's not going to be the direct impact. What will be a direct impact, though, is walking, just at work, moving around more, parking further away from the grocery store, right? Doing a little bit of, you know, taking your dog on a longer walk every day. That would be a really, like a big MIT. If you've never, if you don't do that already, if that's not something that you normally do, doing that every single day will definitely make an impact. Um, The other big thing that I would say in everybody's health journey is to just start tracking your food. Writing down physically what you're eating is one of the biggest things that I can ever like tell you to do. The reason why is it's just like the idea of journaling. You're getting it out on paper, you're seeing what you do. You have to own up to yourself and it requires you to be more self-aware, right? And normally when people start tracking, they instantly start adjusting their habits. They start adjusting their food intake because it's very real. Like you can't, like the problem with eating is that when we eat something that is a little more high calorie and we eat like 25, 3000 calories a day with no movement. Once you're done eating it, there's no uh, physical proof that you ate it. Right. And it's so easy for us to pretend like it did not exist. Oh, that burger that I just had doesn't exist. It's gone. Right. (laughs) And you almost just like have this sense of like, You know, there's no responsibility, there's no accountability to what you did. And so one of the biggest recommendations I can have is if you wanna focus on your MITs every day, I usually have about three, one that's health related, one that's work related, and one that's like mental health mindset related. If you can do those three things every single day, it should help you move closer and closer. And as an anxious person, Um, sometimes gratitude is not necessarily something that comes easy or natural to me. I have to really think about my gratitude list, but what is really easy for me is my proud list. And so I do this sometimes at night before going to bed is what am I proud of doing today? What is the one thing or two things that I really am proud that I accomplished today? And you get to go to sleep with a little more positivity and more, you know, just like, yes, I did something for myself today that contributed to my future success. And so when we start thinking about all the things that we need to do every single day, number one, baby steps. Remember, you want to focus on the little tiny things that you can do to change your, your daily routine a little bit without overhauling your lifestyle. The 5 a.m., if you're someone waking up at 9 every day or 8 o'clock, is not necessarily going to benefit you, right? So if that's going to be very short-term thinking, and it's not going to create the lifestyle that you want so baby steps if you can push up the time a little bit and give yourself a little wiggle room so that you can track everything or plan your meals right that would be a really great mit for you every single day because that tracking is directly correlated with the intake that you're going to have throughout the day and if you are directly watching your calorie intake every single day you will see the quickest results you can worry about fitness too but again if you're not worried about what's going into your mouth, that's where the, the the trouble or the struggle is. It's not the sense of like, I need to work out. Yeah, the working out's gonna help you in the long run. But again, short term, we need something that's gonna be quick, actionable, and have a direct impact on our behaviors this week. And that looks like tracking your food, watching your calorie intake, right? Taking portions. Well, yeah, that could be a, a really good MIT is just watching the size of your portions before you eat it. Eating on smaller plates every day, right? And watching and being observant of what those meals look like. We are so used to eating big meals. Just in America, our serving sizes are huge. And I don't think that a lot of us even recognize what one cup of rice looks like anymore. Because when you eat out, that one cup is actually like two maybe three, because rice is a little cheaper than other stuff. So they try to fill you up with the rice, right? Or the pasta. So think of that. Think of like little tiny steps. And so my biggest recommendations are going to be to track your food, watch your portion sizes, start walking more than you did before. And um, that way it'll give you a little boost in the right direction. You don't need to worry about all the things in the world. You just have to do something today what is the one thing that you can grab onto and hold onto this week that's going to help you move the needle in the right direction? So that's the idea of MITs, um, and I would encourage you to write these down, maybe a post-it somewhere on your phone, something that you're looking at all throughout the day and the week to hold you accountable, to keep you in that same mindset and remember why you're doing this. And that's something I do every single day is the MITs. What are my MITs today? Um, There's other strategies that I can go into in different, um, you know, episodes, but I think the one that's directly correlated here is this idea that you don't have to do everything in the world, just figure out what is gonna make the biggest impact. Okay, guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and listening to this. I really, really appreciate it. If you liked this episode, please go ahead and subscribe and review um, on Apple Podcasts for me so that we can spread this message out to a lot more people. I hope you have a great day. And remember, changing your body starts with changing your mindset first. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.